Welcome to Take a Walk, a podcast that happens outside, with your host, Vanessa Gritton. When we're talking about like drugs or like yeah. <laughs> sex, and she's like, you know, it's great to hear that. Some Susu Studio headphones. <laughs> and with that, welcome to Take a Walk <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> Because we haven't had a goofy intro in a while. Uh, this is your host, Vanessa Gritton, and also my other host, Jessica Singer. It's me. It's her. Super psyched to have our guest today. Uh, I've been wanting to have her for a while. The very funny, very fantastic Aubrey Jacobowitz. Hey, guys. Ah, it's Aubrey. <laughs> yeah. It's so good to be here in this lovely studio. I know. Making fun uh, of Vanessa. <laughs> <laughs> because I earned it. That's what we're here to do. Take a walk is all about making fun of you. Take yeah. a walk Did down you know memory that lane when of hate. You created it. <laughs> Were you aware? So the thing about Jessica being added on to this lovely podcast is that we're all stoned. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she keeps us all in weed. I'm not kidding. Somebody commented cuz I added her I think like 15 episodes in, 20 episodes in, and somebody actually commented really excited to have Jessica on the podcast. She's great. Also, someone's around to keep giving Vanessa weed to keep her melty-brained. Melty-brained! Uh, I love melty-brained Vanessa. I mean, I love all Vanessas. But Jessica's really good at saying, like, this edible is super chill, oh, and man. then it's not super chill. I did not say anything <laughs> chill about the blunt we smoked. I was like, here's a blunt. No, I had... <laughs> The blunt was straightforward. It's usually it was just like, here's this really cute little gummy. And I'm like, oh, oh it is a cute little gummy. And then 20 <laughs> minutes later, I'm just like, God has forsaken us. Yeah, they're so <laughs> fucking dangerous. She gave, oh, she gave me a whole. <laughs> now it's stories yeah, about Jessica. Yeah, about Jessica giving us weed. Uh, she gave me a whole, like, uh, what was it? Oh, that was a gift for the San Francisco show. We went to the San Francisco show. I got you a, it was a, like, granola bar that was, like, gluten-free, vegan. Is that what you're talking right, about? Right, and it was almost almost like a like a, a fruit roll up be gro- granola bar thing yeah date situation yeah. it was like 100 milligrams in it the was whole delicious, thing but then we were stuck in like gilroy or something on a bus for 5 hours <laughs> and i we kept i kept just like eat slowly eating it and just like crashing and then coming back up for air and then eating more and like it was a disaster but i had my little weed granola to be I was like out of my mind. I feel like the tagline for weed should just be like, weed, make shitty things less shitty. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. We were stuck for five hours, but thank God I had this horrible tasting weed granola bar. No, it was no. It, it was, was good? It was good. Oh, it was just I don't like, believe her. It just had like a consistency that I didn't expect, which I said to you. And then immediately you were like, oh no. And, and, I, and I, it's, it was great. Yeah. Like I've... It's been a while since I've had a terrible edible. The last one I can think of is a snickerdoodle cookie that no one would eat. <laughs> and it everybody described the same taste of moldy grapes somehow. Snickerdoodle uh, does not, cinnamon does not go well with weed flavor. It truly does not. Mint and sour will cover up weed pretty oh, well, is good, what I've noticed. Good tips. Good hot tip. Yeah, but this think- isn't my dispensary episode. Yeah. <laughs> no, this I don't is- want to keep talking about weed the whole time <laughs> as much as I love pot. It- it'll come up, but it's not a dispensary <laughs> episode. It's actually an episode about putting yourself out there. And Aubrey was actually doing something that me and Jessica thought was very cool, and it's your coffee dates. My coffee dates. For every weekday in January, I decided to schedule a coffee date with somebody. I'm like kind of a, a agoraphobic. Like I'm mm. kind of like... 
uh, to myself person. I love being around people, but it just kind of like takes me a little wiggle room to get out there. Mm -hmm. And like, and I just, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to make it sound like it's like this like grand plan that I had (laughs) because I was just like, uh, I'm going to get coffee because I sit in bed and say like, I wish I had somewhere to be, you know, like, Mm. so just like something to do somewhere to be. And then also like, I want to feel more connected to the people around me. And I think, it's almost like the formality of it makes it that much more special to kind of like hang out with a person, sit down with them and like and like you have that hour where you're like sipping the cup and you have something to do and you have a like a specific I, I mean yeah, it, no it, people don't do day dates anymore. Just like meeting up with your friend for like an hour or two and like catching up because we all feel like we're connected all the time through like social media and bullshit, but really you're just like home alone. Yeah. But I to be able to at least reach and hang out. I mean, that's what I. No, same. There's a lot of where it's just like, we should hang out sometime, but we never really do. But we feel like, like we see I each know other what you're doing. Right. I like it. I mm. wow it. I love it. And <laughs> one, of, one of the first per- people that I that I did the coffee dates with was like, this is great because like you always have one or two hours in your day to like clear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I I mean, not always, but like I think I agree. I, I think it's like easy to make space for people and easier than you would think and uh and yeah well i don't have a job right now so it's way easier <laughs> but no i completely understand yeah. even when i had a job i realized i think we we split things up into two compartments and we go this is the goal thing and this is the career thing and we don't put any of the social stuff in the middle because we're like well social media takes care of it or like (laughs) i'll see you around at a mutual party thing and like check in with you for a little bit but like last year i did a thing where i was just like i'm gonna try and have lunch once a month with a girl that i don't know that well and just because and and that that ended up making that ended up introducing me to a lot of my closest friends now because yeah. I would just feel refreshed and better because I just spent some time getting to know someone a little bit more. Oh and it wasn't God. for romantic or career purposes. It was just meeting someone new and going outside. That's such yeah. a huge yeah. thing. And like it, one-on-one time with someone is so important, I, I feel yeah. like. Yeah. I just did that. I like asked my pal and comedian Grace Lusk out to lunch because I was like, okay, we don't know each other well enough. And we like, she's need, so funny. She, we just like laughed from start to finish. Ugh. We like didn't, we didn't take a breath. You know, we were, we had the best time. And I was like, okay, no, now I have Grace Lusk. Are you my friend? <laughs> <laughs> this, is the, this is the podcast where I ask Grace Lusk if she's my friend. It is about putting yourself out there, man. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, that's almost, that's kind of what this podcast is about in general. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's Jessica just it's understands, it, right? <laughs> Jessica oh, just catches up. Yeah. Oh, I, I guess <laughs> it's not so much like you have to go out and find this specific place to go, but it's encouraging you to put in the legwork to go outside and find these things in your communities. And a big part of that is it doesn't have to be some great, amazing tourist site. It could just be, hey, I've driven past this place like a million times. You and I don't hang out enough. Why don't we just have like an hour and have a glass of wine or a cup of coffee or whatever yeah. it may be together and get to know each other a little bit more. And worse right. comes to worse, they say no when you're exactly where you were before. Yeah. Like, yeah. we don't really think Maybe a little crushed, <laughs> but <laughs> it's not a terrible worst case scenario. But then you got someone else that you can have a little coffee date with oh, and I'm, talk about how the other person said no. There's <laughs> always other fish in the coffee sea. Yeah, no? exactly. Nope. Yeah, I always, I always have like a like a backup coffee person. No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. But uh, but Jess is like lives right around the corner. So like even like just regular t- 
days. We just go. Yeah, we brunch over. sometimes. We brunch a bunch. It's really we brunch a bunch. We brunch a bunch. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, I agree. Like if my my thing is like scheduling. I'm mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. really bad with scheduling things because I always I do want to hang out and mm-hmm. I do want to see people. But then I'm like, oh, I'll just go with the flow, man. Like, and then I just end up on a Saturday night eating pho again. And like, uh, I'm having a good time because I'm, you know, watching a movie alone and smoking weed or whatever. But I also like miss out on some quality friending time. And like, and and I, I found that like I've branched out beyond the coffee <coughs> date stuff where like I'll just like go hang out with one person that I haven't seen in two years on a Saturday night or something. Nice. So it's given you like the courage or whatever, whatever you needed inside you to kind of be like, you know who I'd like to hang out with? I want to go hang out with this person. Right. I think it's also just practice because I know like I can be good socially, but I can get into like social weird ruts, like where I just don't know what I'm saying around people yeah or you just kind of get stuck into a i've been on my couch for a while and now i don't know how to person anymore or when someone's like how have you been and you're like everything's exactly the same (laughs) i like i hate i that's always my (laughs) least favorite like i can never think of anything i've done that's new in the i mean I've been doing this. That's a thing to bring up. But like that won't come into my head. Like, what? How have you been? I'm like, I don't smoke working and smoking. Right. And jokes. (laughs) Yeah, that's like uh, that's what I'm trying to do. It gives me anxiety. It shouldn't when someone's like, how? what have you been doing? But it gives me. Right. All the anxiety. I mean, does that does that make you want to like change your your game and do something new? Because that's how I feel all the time. I'm like, okay, well, what am I what do I have to offer? Yeah. Yeah. And and if it if the answer is nothing, I have to get up and, and go something. and do something because otherwise I have nothing to say and and nothing to speak for. Like, was, yeah. What's yeah. your something been lately? What's my something? I already forgot what what I just said. <laughs> like your like your what's new in your life thing lately? Oh wow, what's new in my life? Um, uh, oh yeah, cl- clowning probably. <laughs> no, oh, like is she? You literally were like, I was like, is she gonna get me? So slowly, just throwing like, that, lobbing it over in your direction. What am I doing <laughs> with myself as I'm like hunched over? Because uh, I I just started. It's it's called Idiot Workshop. Uh, it's at the <laughs> complex in. Uh, Los Angeles. I didn't know that's what it's called. Yeah, it's called Idiot <laughs> Workshop. And uh, and my teachers are great. And uh, it's headed by this guy named John Gilkey. And, like, you go to these events where it's just, like, a clowning show. But it's, it's like, it's, like, improv, like, avant-garde improv where mm-hmm. they, like, interact with the audience. There's no, like, uh, face paint or, like, honking of horns. or I mean, maybe there's horns. I tiny bicycles. Yeah, tiny bicycles. I mean... Uh, the the options are endless like you can do all of those things but it's not like classic like i don't know tropey <laughs> i don't know if there's not like classic a trope. french clubs <laughs> not class- they are they are like an offshoot of like the classic french i think oh. i don't know like uh i just started the classes i'm an inter- intermediate and like <laughs> i got so you're a new injured. clown i'm a new clown i'm a, a brand well, making baby you were kind of explaining it to me as like extreme improv almost right right because i mean it's not necessarily about the story it's like about connection yeah and it's about really committing and being like big about it right yeah 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 it's always about being big and Mm -hmm. like there's always like yesterday i don't even know how i ended up on the floor i like (laughs) had slammed down on the floor and then the 
this guy that I was doing the scene with, he slammed his foot down and he accidentally caught the end of my two fingers. Uh. And, and But it, we were both so into it. I was like, let's keep going. I could cry, right? Let's keep going. And, <laughs> and, uh, and I like did like a weird move where I just like put most of like, my body in. And I don't know. I was on the floor and then I was up again. Uh, in <laughs> she got down and slope. she got back up again. Yeah. <laughs> Which uh, maybe that was the last day because today I'm very sore. <laughs> oh, you committed though. I did commit. <laughs> and no, like yesterday was a really hard day for me for some reason. Like that happened and then I had like an asthma slash panic attack. Yeah. And that's something that I've had a lot before and I and I really like cherish it <laughs> because uh it like it really shakes me up and uh, like things don't really shake me up all that often and mm-hmm. and and if i'm like panicking i'm like okay well there's an origin to this like why do i feel this way and so i kind of like talk to my teacher about it and like i i, I, I feel better now <laughs> no that's so <laughs> I'm, good i'm better but but it is like it is hard to put yourself out there that's what we're doing right now um but I feel like when you get to that point where you you're like so it's like it's like embarrassment it's shame it's like all this stuff that's like it's like oh fear and stuff that you have there's only one way to like shoot back up again yeah I better sign up for my sketch class this week (laughs) I'm like fuck that's the other thing I'm supposed to be doing with my life that's it got it what are some of the ways that you try and keep one-on-one social time in your life Jessica I there's like six or seven friends that I have that I just make sure I see them every few months Mm -hmm. and I'll just I'll just reach out I'll just be like hey it's been a while I just be like that's I there's like a rotation of like a couple from college a couple from like two one and a half a couple from high school. No, there's more. Watching that number fluctu- bleh, fluctuate. <laughs> fluctuate. Yeah, no, there's a few people, from, like a few people from high school, a couple people from college, and then I see my comic friends all the time. So I don't make probably as much of an effort to hang out with those people outside of comedy as I should. There's like two. There's two in each group. That's fair. Yeah, that's well. I, and then when I just feel like I miss them, I reach out because those are the people I'm comfortable with. Right. It hasn't grown that Aubrey's probably like the newest person in that circle. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, well, yeah, we've, you and like Cindy. We're we're in each other's rotation. For yeah, sure. I just uh, feel like every once in a while I'm like, hey, we haven't done brunch in a minute. Yeah, and it's like it's it's less. It's like every couple weeks. Yeah, even. it's not even. Well, because you're around the corner. Around <laughs> the corner. That's that's what we Valley peeps have to stick together because there's few of us. Yeah. And for some reason, it's it like it feels like we're outcasts, but we chose to be there and we like being there. I like having lower rent i yeah. <laughs> I, I like, like lower rent i like lower rent i like parking yeah yeah uh, i like not having to pay for parking as much uh no actually i've had a really good luck with uh movie pass for keeping in touch with people that's oh, so nice. smart because i pay nine bucks a month there's always a theater near someone's house so they can come to me or i can go to them yeah and if we haven't spoken in a while and we don't really have anything to talk about we have the movie right and that is perfect yep. so i've been doing or, 10 bucks a month you have some friends and i got some friends <laughs> Yeah, I don't have movie pass and I've been ostracized from some circle. Same, same. <laughs> I really want to get it. Um. Yeah, no, I, I keep getting offers and then when I <laughs> when I say I don't have it, they're, they just tell me to fuck off. You know, we're not sponsored by movie pass, but you know who we are sponsored by? 
studio oh my god i was gonna think you had like a for some reason i'm so high i thought we had like a new sponsor you're gonna surprise me with studio headphones i was like why does she look lost i'm doing great (laughs) you're doing phenomenally you're doing phenomenally phenomenally Uh, studio headphones yes we're wearing them we're wearing them they're bluetooth they're so they're so cozy We're nailing it on every turn. I'm wearing a pair of the wireless Regent headphones myself, and I'm a big fan of them because they have a very long battery life, and they're very squidgy. Can I say my favorite part about them? What's your favorite part? You can change the color of them. You could put the little pieces, right? Yeah, with the little pieces on the outside of the headphones. Jessica likes any chance to have multiple accessories because Jessica is the Miranda Sanchez in Lizzie McGuire for all of us. (laughs) I like Uh, being monochromatic because it makes me feel like a cartoon. Because you are a cartoon. <laughs> but yeah, we have a very special discount code for you. Yeah, you guys, because you're worth it. Are we just taking other people's slogans now? <laughs> <Ba-da-ba-ba-ba>. <laughs> She's born with it. Um, <laughs> wow! Nailed it! Yeah, that was perfect. <laughs> I'm proud of our back and forth. But that code isn't but ba ba She's born with it. That code is WALK15. What? How do you spell that, Jessica? W-A-L-K-1-5. And that gets you 15% off on studio.com. And goddamn, it's our first time correctly nailing a plug. They're so cozy. Yay. (laughs) Dude, I love your radio voice, Jessica. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. Yeah, of course. Both of you. Both of you have your both individual vibes. I like it. I have many recordings of Jessica saying things on my phone for when I miss her. Aw, that's the face she's making right now i love you so much (laughs) we all just had to like stop and realize you guys are you guys are good friends you complete me jessica what what if i just started bawling (laughs) (laughs) just openly weeping oh i do that all the time i cried four times watching paddington 2 today four times people won't stop talking about that movie i love that bear and i love whimsy do you need to see paddington to appreciate paddington too you don't need to see paddington to appreciate paddington too you'll like it anyway but you should see paddington just for the good of my well-being just for the good of your well-being just for seeing a cute ass bear just for seeing uh nicole kidman look especially delicious somehow still have you a well-tailored suit on a lady i mean Oh, uh, I, I love yep. a good lady suit. That's good. Everyone yeah. looks good. I mean, good it's in the a regular suit. suit, but it's I mean, like a really well tailored sharp suit. Cause she she like wears a like a snakeskin suit at one point. Oh, hello. Uh, it, it's a lot of very good Nicole Kidman outfits. But yeah, this has been a good year for the year of hot ladies in suits that Vanessa cuts out and then puts on her wall behind her desk oh my god <laughs> <laughs> wait where do you get it from like people magazine or something? from like magazines or i'll print them out because i'm like 15 still <laughs> and she no you're not because you own a printer with color ink that's oh, ready to go i was gonna say is it color because if it's black and white this then bitch that can would be, print i would like this would be an intervention <laughs> <laughs> just like black and white pictures of evan rachel wood <laughs> in pictures <various> <laughs> None of them from the internet, all ones that I took. <laughs> oh my God, amazing. Just with the back of everybody's head in all the corners. This is how you guys find out that I've been following Evan Rachel Wood for months. Uh, she's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to follow someone. I where mean, it's just kind of like, I have 10 photos of Kate Blanchett at my desk and they are not from People Magazine. <laughs> Oh, uh, my, no, Jessica has actually seen the area behind my desk, and it is very much a, the rest of my apartment, adult as fuck. Like, 
compartments with labels on them because I have a label maker and you I go, use the fuck out of it. You have it. those like um, adult cereal things I have that the like adult- businesses have. Where it dispenses your cereal and it keeps it fresh and you turn the crank and, and your cereal down. comes yeah. out. Yeah. Oh my God. It's like, incredible. I've got a super grown up looking apartment that I've like slowly worked on forever. But if you look at my desk, it is the desk of a 15 year old girl. Because there's like quotes that I like <laughs> and stickers and photos of my friends and photos of like of, of cool ladies that I think are great. <laughs> Is Kevin is Kevin not allowed in your workspace? He could be around. He, like, there's a few photos of him on my workspace, but they're all just like weird stuff that happens to Kevin. Uh, <laughs> I like to think that it's his face on a woman in a suit. It's not his face <laughs> on a room, but their faces have just kind of like that time that guy hugged Kevin too hard and he looks uncomfortable, or like the time Kevin fell over and I took a weird photo of it. Like they're 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 not like romantic photos of Kevin. They're very silly ones. And my when my workspace area is just kind of like Kevin and roommate don't talk to Vanessa because it's it's my spot because I live with two dudes so it's really hard to get my spot yeah and I think that's why it's so like fifteen year old girl and femme looking <laughs> this is where I could be the true me it's like yeah <laughs> this is my journal area <laughs> yeah that's what I meant like like yeah. can Kevin sit down at the desk is he allowed. If he's watching TV, but not at my desk, like right. he can use my desk chair and turn, turn around it. to watch the TV. But he's not allowed to touch your desk. No, it's it's my spot. Like I have the weirdest <laughs> shit in there too, where it's just like a seashell that I found that was cool. There's or always so much stuff on your desk. A porcupine quill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right for magic. Jessica and I went to a magic shop. It was our first time going into one this year. It was fun. You know what though? It was good because it was it was getting out there. And it was doing something. Yeah. We <laughs> had a cooked up day and we wanted to go out and do something. So we visited a store where they sold candles and spells. Okay. I, I got a rock. The porcupine, the porcupine thingy was getting out there. Like, like <laughs> it was like doing its magical job at Vanessa's, <laughs> Vanessa's desk. Amazing. Yeah. It's just like Beauty and the Beast where the Pokemon calls like. Doo, 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 doo. Yeah. It's yeah. not. It's not. <laughs> but what is it for? For magic? Or did, was it just like The a guy byproduct? told us that you need something from nature to carve stuff into candles when so you th- set intentions. You like, know when you write stuff on candles for intentions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> every day. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. Was, it was basically a let's have a sleepover we've always wanted to have kind of day. Oh, I love that. Yeah, we watched that one movie, the witch movie. Practical Magic. Practical <gasps> Magic. I had never seen it. And oh I'm a big God. Sandra Bullock fangirl. <laughs> Sandra, you're a bullock head? Yep, I'm a bullock head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I also adore her. Uh, I think she's yes. an American treasure. Yeah, I, well, yeah the, that's like a an impeccable movie. It's perfect. It's got that guy from... Um, Oh shoot! Like just the Jewish guy, the Jewish guy. Those her husband that dies. Yeah, in the beginning. In the beginning, he looks really handsome. (laughs) That cute, handsome Jewish guy, and then you have the 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 rugged (laughs) Texas policeman. Oh yeah, I wasn't so much into him. I was. I mean, more than anything, I was just kind of like, man, Sandy deserves a win. I hope she finds her love with this this weird Texas Texas man. I can't stop talking about uh, while you were sleeping and (laughs) Bill (laughs) Pullman. Wait. I literally like oh, like some guy said Bill Pullman to me the other. It wasn't just some guy, and then I made out with him because he said Bill Pullman, and because uh, he's so hot. Who, who's <laughs> who's Bill Pullman? Oh my god! Oh man! So <gasps> the way I describe I know him the to name, people, I know that I've heard that name. He kind of looks like a hotter Uncle Joey from Full House. Oh, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like he's like the human equivalent of like uh, one of those just like backpacking. <laughs> like I'm gonna IMDb him because yeah. I I need to. the kind of guy you'd like, find at REI. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like a human desert. He's just like he's all sandy and he's, he's like a human desert. Well, yeah, like it's like he's from New Mexico and he's he's been weathered by the sun and. Right. What's oh, that? I like him. Yeah. I've seen him. I, he's got. He's got. I like a man with face lines. He's got a lot of yeah. face lines. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to use them. Yeah. <laughs> face lines. I the like that I, I like that I could tell you felt things before. <laughs> face lines. <gasps> That's true. That's yeah. True. I don't. I've been trying to figure out why. I like it. it's the only thing all the guys I'm attracted to have in common. Right. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Face lines. Face lines. I. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah i don't know if that's like my number one on the list jen figured it, it out it is oh okay friend of the show friend jen of the show scott. jen scott jen, jen scott friend Everybody. of future guest yes yes yeah she's a cool cool lady yeah i don't i don't care about yes wrinkles or no wrinkles on yeah on people i don't know but you're Bill living your life <laughs> i but bill pullman we love him oh yeah What's uh, the best place you've ever wandered to just hanging out with someone and just seeing where the day goes? Oh, that's a good question. I I, I mean, I went somewhere alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went to, I, w- I was in Chicago and there was this, this gallery and it was dedicated to this guy named Henry Darger, I believe is his name. And, and he was like kind of a shut in and mm-hmm. very agoraphobic. And he created this fantasy land with like seven different sisters, all named Vivian. And they were called huh. the Vivian sisters. And uh, <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. You hiccuped about it. Yeah. And and they kind of like there was like like really idyllic, like them frolicking around in flowers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And they had like like they were gender ambiguous sometimes like sometimes they would have like what looked like male genitalia but they were usually they were dressed like either in like like femme doll clothing or like or like androgynous clothing i don't know i just stumbled into it and i and it was just like the bet the best thing it's so cool that sounds fucking dope i think that like what was the best about it was that he made he made it like gender non-specific specific and also like these girls were like heroes in his mind like he was obsessed with them he had like hundreds of papers of just like dra- or just drawings of their like little childlike faces that's so fucking cool that yeah. reminds me of merwin call who's that so there's this documentary that was on netflix for a little bit that was one of my favorite things in the universe called merwin call and merwin call was the name of this town this guy made he enjoyed wearing women's clothes. He was a he was a man, but he enjoyed wearing women's clothing sometimes. And he also during this time was an alcoholic and would constantly get into fights at bars. And, and unfortunately, he was a victim of a hate crime, and he was actually beaten so badly that he lost most of his memories. Jesus and when he woke up, he found out two things. One. People were telling him that he used to be this really good artist, but he had this really bad temper, and both of those things were gone. So his temper and his alcoholism was gone, but he couldn't sketch the way they said he could, and they would like show him these drawings. But he still like had this need to have this creative output, even with a tremor. So he found these really old cameras in his house, and he started 
creating a doll village in his backyard of like little bits and pieces of kind of what he could remember and what he couldn't remember and stuff that he saw on TV and would create this village and like give people these storylines and these like families and he would take photos of them and kind of create scrapbooks of when he would be in his backyard in Merwin Call. And someone found it and they like encouraged him to create a gallery around it. And it was really cool because you saw him like show up to his gallery and he's like wearing high heels in person the way he always wanted to. And it was it was one of my favorite documentaries. Wait, ever. it's called Merwin Call, the documentary? Yeah. I'm watching that in the next 24 hours and I'm so excited. Oh, Either yeah. tonight if I'm awake enough or tomorrow because it's my day off. It's phenomenal because he'd like... I'm really fucking excited. It was like his universe was like... World War II era, but modern day, where it's just kind of like, oh, this is the character I based on me, and this is his girlfriend, Lucy, but she's leaving because she found a really good job on the side of the side of town, so I'm here in this bar dealing with it emotionally here. Like, this, it's one of my favorite things in the entire universe. Wow. It was a documentary that made me like other documentaries. Yeah, that's like what Beauty is Embarrassing did for me. Have What's you seen Beauty is Embarrassing? Ooh, I never remember the name of the guy, but he's the artist... So what he's doing most recently in Beauty is Embarrassing is um, taking paintings from thrift stores and mm. painting uh, curse words into them. <laughs> but like with really well done and the correct shadows that are in the painting and the correct mm -hmm. lighting and like doing it really well. Subtly. Yeah. And like where it looks like it's a part of the painting. Oh. And it's really cool. But if you go back, he did all the art for Pee Wee's Playhouse. He did all the art for like Smashing Pumpkins videos. He did all this cool. It's just a about him and his like rise within media making like real art mm -hmm. and then kind of the stress of making like putting too trying to make too many projects and seeing where it goes mm -hmm. it's just really cool it's i yeah. i like that yeah it just really delves into like an art brain and how it's like so much pressure and yeah the thing about henry darter that i loved was that he was like he was the classic like shut-in kind of guy yeah and, like, and and i wonder like i have i don't know why i have agoraphobic tendencies like once i'm out i'm like cool you know but um but <laughs> but he just like was always in his home creating all this art and i wonder like is that how art should be like is that what we should do as artists is like drive ourselves to madness but then you find people who do it a different way and you're like oh of course not i, feel I like can be that's healthy a, and do it too yeah i feel like it's very based on the individual yeah but that but like, i feel like for certain brains yeah <laughs> like. yeah absolutely but I, yeah i just don't know what my brain is um none we don't know what our brains are Melty I want to ask, well, other than melty brain, I do want to ask when you feel like you have these agoraphobic tendencies, because I get them too. Do you feel them more tied to anxiety or like be feeling lethargic? Because for me, it's straight up like just feeling lethargic. Like I can't just move to the door when I really, really want to. I think it can be both for me. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of times where I'll like, I'll just sit and I'll be like, okay, I'm going to leave. All right, I'm going to leave. And I'm just like uh, thinking of all these reasons not to and all of these, like my brain has all these little tricks that of like, oh, well, if you leave in 40 minutes instead of 30 minutes, then you can still make it, but you'll like arrive late and nobody will see that you've arrived or whatever. And, mm -hmm. and like all this stuff where, where I just like cut corners with time Mm -hmm. and uh and then also my energy levels are are low a lot of the time so it's just like well if i go am i gonna be out and be like stuck and be tired mm -hmm. because it's also attached to like a physical like feeling of just yeah because i have a chronic illness but 
it's like it's, we don't have to talk about it but yeah i think i think both yeah i i do get like i have like a panic disorder let's just list all of the things that i have that <laughs> i like i've i've had a couple times where i like have a panic attack uh and it's like a really big one mm. and, it, and it's kind of like it kind of shakes my world a little bit and so i think that part of like going outside is like risking that but i mean it it doesn't really show itself in like regular real world situations mm-hmm. like i think that it will but it does happen like if like in clowning class or whatever <laughs> when i'm like when i'm fucking up or whatever i but. get that though you're risking a lot by going outside right like, I, like or even just social interactions because like yeah. you know sometimes fun thing with bipolar when i'm having a really bad downswing i get very sensitive to sound it kind of makes me flinch or I I get really uncomfortable and anxious and I still want to be social because a lot of people, they kind of assume when you're mentally ill, you don't want people around or don't. And it's like, no, I still want to be social. It's just, it's hard for me. And because I've been able to communicate with my friends a little bit, I've been able to say, Hey, I want company, but I'm having a little bit of downswing and sound is sensitive to me. So I'm going to wear some headphones that don't, that aren't connected to anything. You've seen me do this. And they like they help muffle the sounds of laughing or talking a little bit to where I can still hear it, but it's not as overwhelming for me. Right, right. I don't then, know if I've ever noticed. Uh, there was actually one day where it was noticed. you and Olivia Hydar, friend of the show, and y'all were over and we were watching Jackass. Yeah, and you had headphones on? I had headphones on because I'm very discreet about it. And usually if I feel like someone might feel uncomfortable, like I'm ignoring them, I let them know ahead of time. But uh, you knew uh, I wouldn't take offense anyway. But I knew anyway. you wouldn't be worried about it. <laughs> and because when we laugh, it'd be a little bit loud and I'd start to get anxious and worked up again, I'd put on the muffled headphones so I could still hear everything. And that's why the subtitles were on for Jackass. And that's why the subtitles were Got on so I can it. read it. Because then I'm still... Because the thing is, you know... It's it's the thing that drives me nuts whenever people are just kind of like, oh, you're depressive. I should leave you alone. And I'm like, no, I just need to hang out a little bit differently. Yeah. And I'll let you know what the modifications are. Yeah. And part of the like part of the thing of me getting out there and like and like uh, trying to hang out with people is like, okay, now I am forced to let another person uh, help me be accommodated you know mm-hmm. like like sometimes like i need t- someone to meet me closer to where i live because i just like can't really i'm like barely out of bed kind of thing mm-hmm. um and and it's like it's hard to put yourself in that position of like oh can I, like is this okay or like i want to hang out i want to be around all of the people that i mm-hmm. love um but just sometimes i just need like a little extra something yeah and we're always more than happy to do these things for other people we're like oh i'll come to you or i'll bring you food but i don't think we ever think to ask anybody else for help when it's like i still want to see you i just need a little bit of your help to meet me a little more than halfway this time yeah and we don't really give ourselves the courtesy that we give other people when it comes to help me put myself out there yeah a hundred percent yeah that's exactly how i feel and i think that like being in being in like a class with 13 people you don't know and like it's just it's just really overwhelming and Mm -hmm. so you kind of have to like really bounce off of each other and and just like ask each other to support each other and like i i I got my fingers stomped on last did i already say this yeah you did but it's okay yeah i know (laughs) so i got my fingers stomped on and, and all my classmates were all like what are like what's going on my teacher like when bought me ice and and it was just like 
Everyone was a team. Yeah, it was a team effort. And I think that, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, everybody wants to make it, like, easier on everybody else. And so, or, I don't know. I think that you're right that we, like, accommodate other people. And it's harder to say, like, help me. Help. Yeah. Um, I'll help you guys whenever. <laughs> hey, thanks. I know that. I know. Thanks. I'm glad you. you know it. This has been a new year for me in learning to ask for help because I've come to your house so much more than I ever have, and I'm so happy about yeah, it. Yeah, because for a long time I would just isolate myself, yeah. thinking like, oh, if if I can't be around people, I just don't deserve deserve to. And it wasn't through going to therapy for a while that she was just like, asking for help is not bad. Your friends will appreciate that you that they are someone you trust enough to say, hey, can you come away? I'm a little bit anxious. Yeah, especially if you're going to be anxious and depressed like 50% of the time. Yeah. <laughs> Let me be there My for that 52. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're still fun. You can yeah. always tell I'm manic when it's like 2 a.m. and it's like, I found this place that stays open 24 hours and we can only pay in cash. And yeah. Th- those are fun. Those are fun times, <laughs> yeah. When you, I, I, I have this friend and I'll call her and I'll be like, you know, we haven't talked in two months. You're still one of my best friends. Uh, I'm not doing okay. And she's like, I'm kind of, it's like middle of the day. She's like, I'm wine drunk. I'll come over. <laughs> that's, and like, that's all it is. You know, you just like connect with people just to like, yeah, it's, it's good. It's good. <laughs> no, I have a specific friend that I'm thinking about that's like very similar too. Like my old friend from college where we just like have almost no friends in common, but enough common ground where it's just like such a nice refresher. Oh, when yeah. everyone is terrible <laughs> not uh, that everyone is terrible but you just feel like that sometimes you're like everything around me is gross i need something from outside my little world right now so if you're trying to catch up with someone that you haven't seen in a while because i know we do have some listeners that have issues with social anxiety how would you recommend they go about maybe catching up with someone they haven't seen in a while or someone that they just want to hang out with like what are some good suggestions other than coffee shops for them to meet or if you really like coffee shops be at coffee shops how would you recommend for someone with social anxiety to get out there? Um, I I mean, I would say literally anything, just like going on a <laughs> hike or like people are. I don't know. I feel like it's 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 awkward for a second. And then you just kind of get into step, yeah. whatever you're doing. The more you like lean into that, you both feel uncomfortable, too. And just kind of be like, oh, that was weird. huh? I, I haven't would, seen you in forever. What's up? Like, I was just, just going like, to say that, like, yeah. even when you're reaching out, like you can express yourself and be transparent and be like, listen, like we haven't hung out. And like, ah, oh, I hope, you know, you haven't. Yeah, you know one of I mean? my best friends from college. I haven't seen him forever, but the last time he was in town, I was really bad about meeting up because I was going through my own shit. And I was like, fuck, I don't know how to reach back out. And I was just like, I was just very, very honest. I was like, mm-hmm. I was going through all of this. I'm so sorry. I love you. Let's hang out soon. And then we're having FaceTime and catching up, and it's all fine because if they're people that love you, they'll understand. Especially right. if you're clinically honest. Like, if you're yeah. just kind of like, I think that's my answer just, is I'm just very honest. Well, especially <laughs> when you'll tell somebody, like, uh, just a lot of stuff came up or it's been weird. They don't really want to hear that. But if you're just like, you know what? I've had a little bit of a tough time and a lot of stuff came up and I'm not that great at managing my time, but no, I was me lit- putting myself out there. Yeah, no, I was right. literally like, it was like the week before I broke up with my boyfriend. I'm sorry. Shit was going down. Right. <laughs> like, yeah. I had the opposite of that recently where I was supposed to send something in and like mm-hmm. I was running a little late on it and like, and I saw the guy at up at uh, the French dance party night or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, and I made like, I made like a slight excuse 
like I was like, I'm sorry. I it just like slipped out. I was like, I forgot. But I didn't forget. I wanted to tell him like, listen, I've been going through some shit and like and I it's just going to take an extra day. And I really wish that I had said that because it's like more it's more out there for for him to like receive and be like, oh, you're not being a piece of shit for no reason. Yeah. Truth. Like being honest. I mean, it may hurt. It's it's the it's best. honesty. For a hot I'll say second. it. Honesty is the best policy. I've never heard that before. We should put it on a shirt. Ooh, maybe you've heard it. <laughs> You're a liar. Um, I'm have to be mom and in charge. We have to start wrapping up. Yes. So Sorry. before we go, where can the people find you, Aubrey? On Twitter at femist f e m m i s t, and then also Instagram, same name. Um, <laughs> you guys giggling at me? It's so cute. Uh, <laughs> I'm feminist. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I was really into like fe- feminist Instagram for a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you scroll through my photos, you'll see. Um, but yeah, and then uh, Aubrey Dukowitz, uh, dot com, Aubrey Dukowitz Comedy on Facebook. And uh, I'm doing sets tape next week right or oh yeah i don't know if this is gonna be out in time oh, okay never mind um but this it actually might be. should be out right around when aubrey has that tape so go ahead and plug that for both of y'all because it's, it's both your th- things yeah i'm hosting that one too because i host every other one <laughs> now should i should i segue into my stuff did you have yeah, anything else to listen um i think i'm good yep Cool. Sets tape is I'm not looking at my calendar. I'm an adult. Sets tape is January twenty third. It's at Karma Lounge. I co-host and produce it. I'm actually especially excited for this lineup. It's got you. It's got Lindsay Adams. It's got uh we were just talking about Olivia Hydar. She's on yep. it too. It's gonna be great. Dude, yeah, fuck yeah. I know. I'm that's, like so excited to be co producing a yeah. show. Um yeah, it's gonna be so fun. And then on both Instagram and Twitter, I'm underscore Jessica Singer underscore. And I love you guys. And <laughs> y'all know where to find me. And this has been Take a Walk, Go Outside, Put Yourself Out There. Uh call someone they haven't called in a while. Take a walk, we love you. Bye. We love you. Bye.